Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business podcast from the newsroom of business in Vancouver. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief. Canadian businesses have, generally speaking, suffered enormously during the pandemic. Despite subsidies at federal and provincial levels, they report a once-in-a-lifetime disruption to their operations. That being said, they remain committed to investment and they see opportunities, albeit with challenges that have to be overcome. My guest today is Pete Molinar. He's the Senior Vice President and Head of Commercial Banking for Western Canada at HSBC Bank Canada. HSBC's recent navigator survey of businesses identified some of the priorities in the time ahead. I want to talk about that. Good to have you with us. Thanks, Kirk. Let's, let's start with the mood of business out there. It's a little rattled, but how do you, how do you assess the general mood of business? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I would almost answer it in, in, in sort of two ways. You know, we had the timeline um, initially when when uh, COVID hit and the lockdown happened in early spring. Uh, businesses were generally uh, retrenching, deferring um, any expansion, and really just trying to get their business in the best shape they could in terms of liquidity. Mm-hmm. Um, as we went through the summer, uh, cases started to get under control. We started to see businesses start to invest in those in those areas that they had put on on the back burner so uh the mood has certainly shifted over you know uh, the spring and into the summer but now you know with with cases resurging 46 percent of our uh respondents said that the resurgence of COVID is certainly uh the biggest threat to their uh to their growth and, um, and so is there a, a kind of a backlog of investment that's just waiting for that light at the end of the tunnel uh, we've seen some of that, uh, just in talking from a banker's perspective, we've seen some of that. Um, but when you look at the, the Navigator survey as well, uh, 81% of respondents actually believe that you know we will be back to pre-COVID profitability by the end of 22, and one-fifth of those respondents believe it'll happen this year. So um, there is a lot of focus on uh, you know what's up next, uh, international trade, two-thirds are, are expecting that to pick up as well. But from just the bank perspective, we've seen that uh, over the summer months that investment has happened and um, into the fall as well, we're seeing more, more transactions taking place. So I'd say that there was a bit of a backlog and I expect that to continue. So what do you think the conditions are in general that businesses are seeking in order to have their operations be more optimal now? Again, that's uh, uh, I'm always answering these to say it depends, but uh, yeah. you know, with with the with the environment that we're in right now, I think that the optimal piece is still being developed. But when we look at um, companies looking forward, uh, I mentioned already, 67% of them expect international trade to increase. Um, but we're also seeing businesses focus a lot on where the future lies, and that's upskilling their employees, investing in technology and automation. Um, in BC specifically, uh, 41% of our businesses talk about uh, customer experience enhancements, 38% of the automation and efficiency, and um, 31% uh, more focusing on uh, processes and, and so on and so forth. The other piece I'll say quickly, Kirk, too, here is that when we start to get to that optimal sort of uh, investment, a lot of companies are also really turning to uh, environmental and sustainability uh, as, as an investment for them going forward. So. We're starting to see investment in people, automation, technology, and environmental uh, sustainability and social responsibility as being big uh, outcomes in the next uh, in the next year or two. Those sound not terribly pessimistic, though. 
in, in a, an overall sense, Pete. It sounds as if businesses are ready to, to come at it again, providing that there are certain things that, uh, that, that uh, get overcome or certain challenges that can be overcome. What, what do you think are, are their main concerns still standing in the way of all this? Well, again, I, I, it, it, sectoral, it depends on sector. So we've seen a lot of businesses really uh, perform strongly fairly early on in, in pandemic. Um, you know, when you, when you start to look at the travel and tourism, uh, the smaller retail businesses uh, and the food and beverage areas, you know, um, I think there's a lot of uncertainty there yet. And, you know, they're looking for continued support um, from government. I think, you know, the SEBA, uh, Canadian emergency business accounts has been very successful with those, but when you look at um, the large, you know, other businesses that are that are focusing on trade and expansion, you know, they are looking more for stability of supply chains. And okay. while there was some disruption uh, in that early on, um, we're starting to see the return to international business, international supply, and companies actually looking to expand into those marketplaces. So. There has been some certainty brought back into the market, and we're starting to see that where in the survey as well, where a lot of our customers are focusing, uh, two-thirds of them, in fact, into those uh, global uh, international markets. It, it is a little bit surprising uh, about the trade picture, about the trade uh, outlook that some of the companies had, because you know, you'll recall that one of the first things that we began to look at when the pandemic struck was the supply chain. And, uh, and how precarious it seemed to be at times. And perhaps it being time to you know, perhaps bring, you know, repatriate a lot of the supply chain and bring it back closer to home so that businesses would not be so disrupted. Um, do you think in general, again, businesses have, have shifted back to where they were pre-pandemic and thinking that these supply chains, international trade, part of the global economy, all of those pieces, still matter yeah. very much yeah definitely i mean early again it, it's all about timing right so early on in 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 uh, the pandemic there was a retracing back to more intra-regional trade we've seen that happening um now in the survey we actually businesses actually see that decreasing in favor of more global trade so um I'll, you know, I'll quote our head of trade uh, for HSBC was on a bnm bloomberg art, um, interview i think about a week ago and so I would say that her view is more of what we see more current and the definite trend, there was a reshoring mm -hmm. uh, for a period of time. And then it went to a diversification strategy very quickly. So where some traditional supply chains were disrupted, they, there was a diversification to find ways around it. And in fact, now the, the, they actually were actually viewing to a degree that this has been accelerated significantly in the last few months to the point where um, we see global trade being down about 9% across the organization. This isn't just specific to Canada, but it does apply versus uh, it was around 12% in the 2008-2009 financial crisis. So there is a shift back to that global uh, supply chain. And, you know, there's, there's significant uh, mid-market opportunity in, you know, in Asia and China that a lot of uh, our customers and in the survey are focused on. Yeah. Is it, uh, is it still going to await, though, the ability for uh, business people to travel, to scout out these opportunities to do the deals there? Or are you starting to see uh, a more of a virtual transaction uh, approach taking place where businesses just can't wait uh, for uh, the resumption of full-on business travel in order to do this? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, my my view of the the trade that we're seeing sort of resurge now is largely probably based on traditional relationships that have happened. Okay. Um, when we look at companies, you know, in, in particular in BC, uh, focusing on the future, you know, one of the biggest areas that they focus on is expansion uh, and new customers, and a lot of that's going to come through uh, through the globalization uh, trade piece. So. Uh, it would be more of a personal view, Kirk, if I had to say. I mean, we we talked to a lot of clients that deal globally. Uh, just was on a call with one yesterday. Uh, he is doing a lot of his business um, virtually, but he still values very much the in-person relationship building. And so I think that's going to continue to play a big part. And it may play a part as we start to look at this, you know, this trend to go back to global trade and expand in those markets it may be a requirement for companies to actually go back to that but i don't have any specific data on that per se it's more of a personal thought obviously governments uh, like to believe anyway that they uh, they have some responsibility in in a trade environment uh, that we have in the world and and i wonder whether uh, your survey here is is any kind of a message to government about what it needs to do in terms of resuming uh, its its efforts, and particularly with the new British Columbian government installed now, whether it needs to start uh, start really expressing a, a greater degree of priority on the trade picture. Yeah, I mean, you know, generally we as an organization support you know whatever you know government does to you know with with whether it's with regards to the uh, programs that they put in place or, or global trade. I mean. You know, we just announced the UK-Canada agreement, uh, yes. which, which is great news. Uh, you know, the first country to do that with the UK. Obviously, we as an organization have 150 years of experience in that market. And so we we applaud that. We've applauded the CETA agreement, the, uh, the Trans-Pacific agreements, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I think there's going to have to be a shift at some point, Kirk, you know, uh, you know, we're very focused on supporting businesses through the pandemic right now, I think, at a, mm -hmm. at a government level, um, which is, I think, you know, where it needs to be. But I definitely think that that will, you know, that shift will happen. We see we see EDC and uh, very active yet and, and still promoting that so that there there's there's a bit of a story there that continues to happen. Yeah. yeah and I wonder, again, uh, back to the point about uh, the investments that businesses appear ready to make rather soon. Mm -hmm. Um, where would you think the greatest opportunities will be then um, for businesses in terms of making their investments and in essentially getting a, a, a rather quick turnaround in terms of a boost to their own operations? Yeah, and again, I go to the survey and you know, so I, I rely a lot on what our businesses have said to us and it, and it comes back to the employee upskilling, comes back to the technology, um, you know, piece of the business. And then um, I recall the third one is being um, the environmental sustainability piece. That's where they are focusing a lot of their efforts right now. And that's what they're indicating where, you know, those are the things that they see as being important for building their business. The value on the environmental and social sustainability piece has really come through in the last uh, six months. And so, you know, what that looks like exactly, um, I think is still yet to be seen. I think there's still some 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 of the story to play out, but that's where we're seeing the indications are early. But would you say at least that this survey is suggesting that businesses have really overcome any um, any sense at all that say 2021 is going to be like 2019? They really do believe this has been a a game changing event, and that they're going to have to do some 
serious rethinking about moving forward? Yeah, I, I think the rethinking is coming around more about, you know, the, the, and I don't want to keep coming back to this environmental sustainability piece, but, you know, as I said earlier too, um, 81% of them expect to be pre-COVID profitability by the end of 2022. And mm-hmm. one fifth of them expect to be there this year, in fact, um, which was which was quite a to me a, an outstanding uh, part of the survey. So there's a lot of optimism in terms of things that they have to do differently to make 2021 look like 2019. You know, I have a lot of faith. What I have found in my job and also what I see in the survey is I have a lot of faith in the Canadian business uh, landscape uh, from small to larger operations, what they've shown in the ability to pivot, to, to adapt to the change and the resilience that they've shown. Uh, I, I, I do believe that when conditions are right, they will be able to capitalize. And that's it's so much showing through in the survey, but I'm also seeing it just in my day-to-day conversations. Uh, I think it's something we all can be very proud of as, as Canadians. You use the terms, though, uh, when conditions are right. And uh, and last thing I want to ask you is, is what do you think will be those correct conditions? Is it that, you know, a a majority of Canadians in certain centres will have been vaccinated? Uh, What do you what do you see is the is the the optimal climate here? Yeah, and it's a question that's not covered in the survey. Um, a lot of the survey is, um, and I'm, I will divert off the survey to answer your question. A lot of the survey is sort of feelings going forward. Let's, you know, let's face it. I mean, you know, with with the second wave happening, um, you know, Alberta's just put in some new, uh, well, basically lockdown. You know, BC is is managing better. We see what's happening in Ontario. Um, you know, I haven't heard this from business owners, but you know, I'm sure if I asked them. You know, we need to get back to more regular, um, you know, social, um, you know, getting back to what what normal is. And it's going to be different. But um, we've seen in the summer months, once we understood the virus better and, and, and people started coming back to the economy, what it did. And so I think to get back to any sense of normal, you know, vaccines have to play a role. Obviously, you know, the markets have shown that. And, uh, you know, um, I think most business owners would say that that's a key to the to the success going forward. I think a lot of what the survey was around was there's probably some assumptions in there that those things would happen, which which I'm sure reflected because the survey was done in September, October. So I I believe that some of those those uh, expectations from clients are based on that. But to conclude, it sounds as if once there are these optimal conditions, we're going to see a real surge. You know, listen, I, I, I believe that there is, there's a great opportunity coming and, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, you know, I think the Canadian business landscape is ready to go. I think the market or the survey has shown there's a lot of, of resilience and optimism. I personally think that there's, there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And so there's some good opportunity for, for, our, for our Canadian businesses to excel. I think international trade will come back. Uh, I refer back to, again, some of the stuff that we're seeing in our trade business, uh, that it's actually accelerating. And so, you know, I have to believe that when society gets more back to normal, we'll start to see some some strength uh, even further than what we've seen today. Well, I really appreciate your uh, your candor about this and not just in discussing the survey, but some of the implications for it, Pete. It's always good to have you with us. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kirk.
Pete Molinar is the Senior Vice President and Head of Commercial Banking for Western Canada at HSBC Bank Canada. I'm Kirk LaPointe, Publisher and Editor-in-Chief of Business in Vancouver. Thanks a lot for watching BIB today. We'll see you again.